You woke? Time to get up. Welcome to another wonderful edition of Thought Your Vote No Speed Limit Podcast. I thought I'd start this evening by talking about the Cal Rittenhouse trial. The defense in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial has now rested its case. This brings closer to an end a trial right with controversy, including that the judge in the case did not allow the attorneys to call the victims victims, but could call them rioters or looters. Now for a little background on this, on August 25th, 2020, amid the unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old from Antioch, Illinois, shot and killed two men and wounded another in the arm during a confrontation at two locations. He was armed with a semi-automatic AR-15 style rifle and the individual wounded by Rittenhouse was armed with a handgun. Rittenhouse had said he was there to protect a car dealership from being vandalized and to provide medical aid. Now, the owner of that particular car dealership says that he did not ask these armed men to protect his place because Kyle Rittenhouse was not the only one. I will discuss that a little bit later because there's a little bit more involved in this. Uh, the victims, uh, Joseph Rossenbaum, killed in the first confrontation, Anthony Huber killed in the second confrontation, and Gag Grafskrutz wounded at the end of the second confrontation and was carrying was uh, was the one carrying the gun um are of course the victims in this case though the judge has said that they can be called rioters and looters though watching the videos i see nowhere where any of the three victims were rioting or looting now joseph rosenbaum was killed first by kyle rettenhouse watching the video i can say this uh, kyle rosenbaum was probably having a bad day from the other information I had from about him, he had recently gotten out of a mental institute. Um, in fact, he had gotten out that day, and I guess he was estranged from his girlfriend. He probably was walking around town because he was surprised he was out, and all of this was going on, and I guess somehow he got mixed up in the protest, even though he was not a protester. Uh, so there's clearly on the video showing him having some confrontation with the armed folks who are also, by the way, egging on the crowd. Not everyone, not all the armed folks were, but there were people in the, uh, the armed camp that were egging on the crowd. Now, uh, let's give you a little background on this armed group that Kyle Rittenhouse was with. Um, they were part of what was called the Kenosha Guard Militia Group. Uh, the formation of the Kenosha Guard uh, Militia Group was announced by former Kenosha Alderman Kevin Matheson in response to the George Floyd protest, which preceded the Kenosha protest. On August 25th, Matheson put out a call um, on the Kenosha Guard Facebook page for Matheson uh, for patriots willing to take up arms and defend Kenosha, which was picked up and re redistributed by Info con Wars. Oh my God, Info Wars. Uh, conspiracy site run by Alex Jones. A 
Okay, it, the post received national attention, of course, and international online response. To that, to that very Facebook post, this is what Kyle Rittenhouse responded to. Now, here's the question as to what is going on in this case. First of all, the question is, did Kyle Rittenhouse actually have a right to self-defense? If you look at the video, it's a gray area in this whole thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Kyle Rittenhouse is 17 years old. He was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin law says it's illegal for a 17-year-old to care, publicly carry a weapon. He cannot carry a weapon in public. A 17-year-old may use a firearm in the presence of an adult, but not carry one in public, which Kyle Rittenhouse was doing in this case. He had gotten this weapon because his best friend purchased a weapon for him from a local store. Now, the other issue is this. Kyle Rittenhouse says, as I said earlier, that he was there to protect a car dealership and to administer first aid. First thing is this. He was not invited to protect that car dealership. He's from Illinois, yet he's in Kenosha, Wisconsin, protecting a car dealership that has nothing to do with him or where he comes from. The only thing is he has friends and apparently he has some friends in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the person that purchased his gun, maybe some other, other friends. That's the only thing about this. Uh, what gets him in trouble is this. There, he ran to another car dealership where supposedly cars were being vandalized. I guess he was going to stop the vandalism with his guns. Um, but in the process of that, Joseph Rosenbaum chased him down the street, apparently threw something at the back of his head. Uh, a gun was fired from someone, unknown person in the crowd. It could have been one of Kyle Rittenhouse fellow people. It could have been one of the protesters, unknown who fired the gun. But when he heard that and Joseph Rosenbaum was still coming in, Kyle Rittenhouse fired at Joseph Riz Rosenbaum. See, there's a lot of elements here thrown in here. And, and like I said, that's why I'm, I'm bringing that up. So after this situation, of course, he shot the person. He stands there for a second and goes to see uh, Joseph Rosenbaum that he shot. Then he takes off, takes off with the gun. In the process, he's being chased down the street by protesters who've seen this incident. One of them being Anthony Huber. Anthony Huber must have had a skateboard because he took the skateboard and hit Kyle Rittenhouse in the back of the head with the skateboard. To which response, while Kyle Rittenhouse was laying on the ground and he still got the AR-15, he shoots Anthony. Then Gay Grouse who says he was a first aid person, and there's video showing that he was a first aid person, was administering first aid, but he also carried a gun, which he said he was carrying for protection. He approached uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trying to get him to drop his weapon with his weapon, at which point Kyle Rittenhouse shot him in the arm. And Kyle Rittenhouse took off. He went in the direction of the police. He was holding the gun up. Uh, they let him go and he passed by. There's some other things that have other elements here that I've watched videos from uh, the Washington Post, uh, New York Times, uh, 
personal footage that people shot. And um, the 911, I mean, from the dispatcher at the, at the scene of the incident. So let's go here because I got a lot to say. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse may have gotten away because of what the dispatcher said, and that's an issue. The dispatcher claimed that it was a black male with a white t-shirt that had shot these three, three people. Where she got the information from, nobody knows. That is not clear. Of course, like a minute or two later, she decides to correct herself, and she says it's a, a white gentleman with a green shirt. In the AR-15. <laughs> Immediately, just by hearing that, there's something wrong with that conversation. Was that something that somebody told her? Which, of course, she's a dispatch. So somebody had to tell her that. And the question is, where did you get that information? Maybe it was because the three men, the victims in this crime, were white. And this protest was at a Black Lives Matter protest. Now, here's the other issue. By time, this time of day, it's late evening, almost after midnight, I believe. Most of the black people have gone home. There are a few still in the crowd, but the crowd's mostly white. And there's some hostility, but this is because the police has pushed them away from the park, down the street where these uh, militia people were stationed. So now what it's caused is a confrontation between the militia and the protesters because they're being pushed towards them by the police. So that's why there's a lot of jarring, a lot of things going on, okay? So here's the question that comes to hand now. Now, is Kyle Rittenhouse guilty? He's already guilty of a weapons charge. Secondly, he's in a place he shouldn't be in the first place. So does that give him the right to shoot Joseph Rosenbaum? Looking at the raw video, you would say, yeah, he was defending himself. What about Anthony Hoover, though? Because now Anthony Hoover's coming after him because he killed Joseph Rosenbaum, thinking he's committed a crime. He's trying to stop a killer. So then he kills Hoover. Same with Greg, with Gage Grossroot. Sorry, I'm killing his name. Uh, same with him. Here he comes with his gun. He gets shot. Everybody's saying, well, he's clearly Kyle was defending himself. Again, Kyle was breaking the law in, in Wisconsin by even being there with that shotgun. Let's mention the other part of this. So right now, the trial is all on Kyle Rittenhouse. The three men that killed all the blame is on Kyle Rittenhouse. But there's multiple failures here. The biggest one being this, this person that formed the Kenosha Guard Militia, Kevin Matheson. Why is he not on trial right now? He is culpable for the death of these two people and the injury to Grosskreutz. He is culpable for it. He formed a militia that was supposedly to protect these businesses that did not ask him to do so. Among his folks that came to respond that were not necessarily part of this Kenosha, Wisconsin, were Boogaloo Boys. You know who they are? They don't like police. 
They're anti-government, pro-gun. They were at the January 6th Capitol riot. Grouse Cruz brought this group here to Wisconsin, to uh, Wisconsin, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to protect, quote unquote, to protect businesses that did not ask him to do so. At fault number two, police. The police were proud to see these men with guns standing there at these buildings, protecting these buildings. Yet they were not supposed to be there. Maybe it's because the police thought they were asked to come and protect the buildings and all this stuff. And they were standing around protecting the business because that's what they were doing. But that should have been a problem for the police. Instead, they were giving these guys water on the street. Instead of asking them to leave so that there wouldn't be a confrontation. The sheriff claims to not have known that these individuals was there. I find that highly unlikely that he didn't know that those individuals were there and somehow their plan was to push the protesters right into the arms of these armed individuals. So like I said, there's a lot of fault to go around and sure we can talk about people being out late at night, angry and destroying things. But we got to remember just the day before Jacob Blake had been shot by the police an unarmed man trying to get into his vehicle was shot. He shot. He's paralyzed for life now after this incident. They said they feared, feared that he had a gun. That was the reason why he was going into the vehicle. And that's why they shot him. Come to find out he was a, sure it was a disgruntled man in his ex-wife's house, but he was there for his child. Just imagine all the things. That went wrong with that. And of course the police is tired of the rioting, which is the worst part, the buildings that were burned down and destroyed. And I guess you can say there's some blame to that too, because maybe then Kyle wouldn't have been there. But the biggest blame to me goes to this Kevin Matheson person. He is culpable for the death of Joseph Rosenbaum, Anthony Huber, and Gage Grusks. So, should Kyle Rittenhouse face charges? Yes. He should face weapons charges because he shouldn't be. And technically, because of that, he's committed a, a, a crime. If it's a felon, he could also be guilty of murder. Because by committing the felony that he has committed, and these three individuals end up dying, he's at fault. But so is Kevin Matthew Matthewson because he formed this militia, asked them to come during these particular protests to quote unquote protect buildings, setting up the situation where this young man shoots these three individuals, killing two of them. One of them is 32 years old. He's trying to get his life right. Rosenbaum. The other one's 27. He's there with his girlfriend at the protest because they believe injustice for America and peace. They can't believe what just happened to Jacob Blake. And so is uh, Gay Grunkout. Apparently he's, he's familiar with protests and he know that people get hurt there. So he was a paramedic. 
He was a medic working at that, those protests. Uh, so he's part of the organization. He was carrying a gun for his own protection because he knows that there's some people out there that want to hurt protesters that don't like Black Lives Matter. I hear it every day. It's some hostility because some people call Black Lives Matter folks terrorists. So yes, I understand why he had protection. It is his Second Amendment right. Just like this Kenosha Guard militia group, it was their Second Amendment right. Though I think sometimes people overstep what their Second Amendment rights are. None of these men were protecting their own property. Most of these men did not even live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So what were they doing there? What were they protecting? What were they standing up for by being there in the first place? That's the question. Kyle Rittenhouse was from Illinois. He's from a suburb in, the, in Illinois. Yet he's there in Kenosha, Wisconsin, standing in front of a car dealership that he claims he's there to protect. The first aid part, he probably could have got away with. But the gun and all this protection stuff, no. And to see that Alex Jones is in InfoWars was posting this on their site, that says a whole lot too. So there's a lot of culpability to go around. Who's really at fault? Is it just, just Kyle Rittenhouse? No. May, may the police even have some issues here? Yeah. I think some policemen need to lose their job. It's multiple in this situation. They failed in this situation. Three people were killed. There were men with guns. You did not stop the men with guns. You in fact let one of them pass by you because you were giving him water earlier in the day and patting him on the back for being there in the place he shouldn't be. I don't think it is a lawful thing. It's it's legal for a man to carry a gun. I understand. It's totally legal in Wisconsin for people to openly carry weapons. But they were there for a particular purpose that is not the pur the purpose that is legal. It's just it's, it's not lawful in any kind of way. We have to consider these things. These are the things that we have to consider in this case. This case is almost done. It's, it's about to wrap up. I don't know if uh, Kyle Rittenhouse will face any charges. I. Surely hope the jury is smart enough to find the right charges for the case. Um, like I said, there are others that need to be charged. Maybe after this trial, we will see some of that corrected. Apparently, nobody's going after Matthewson. Infowars. Lawsuits should be going all over the place. Matthewson should be sued. Uh, Infowars should be sued. I'd even sue the Boogaloo boys for being there because they might be a part of the reason why Kyle Rittenhouse is there. I'd, I'd sue everybody. Personally, I, I find this quite disturbing. I find every bit of this disturbing and that now a 17-year-old boy has killed two people and, and another one was wounded, uh, permanent damage for his life. He can't use his arm properly anymore. Um... There's just no good end to this. So, you've heard what I had to say about this case. You, you can tell how I feel about Kevin, Kevin Rittenhouse. I, I, I don't think his purpose for being there was right. Now, now let, me, let me give you one last factor and then I'll go on. There are pictures with him with the OK symbol, which has become a white nationalist symbol. There are videos and pictures with him flashing that with other friends of his. 
and I don't know if he's a part of that group or not. He claims he was there because he agreed with the protest, but he didn't agree with the violence. And listening to the protesters, they didn't think most of the people there were there not to be violent. The judge in this case has made several errors. One is telling them that the victims aren't victims, but it's okay to call them terrorists. It's okay to call them uh, looters and rioters. That was a mistake on the judge's part. And I think it was an intentional mistake because he didn't want to prejudice the jury, but you did by saying it's okay to say rioters, looters, rioters and looters and, and, and terrorists, right? So that prejudices the jury against the per prosecution, which if the prosecution loses the case, they, there's no such thing as double jeopardy, right? It's okay if the defense loses the case because they can appeal. But the prosecutor can't do a double jeopardy. And the judge knows that. Well, I've given you my opinion. Tell me what you think in the comments below. Do you think Rotten House deserves jail time? Do you think he's guilty? If you don't, comment below. Oh, also, please, you see that button over there? Hit that button right there so you can subscribe and like this on the channel. Peace.